sometimes sometimes it can feel like we're a little bit out of touch with real life mm. like the teacher joshua sutcliffe yes um who's in the news this week for being the first teacher who's been banned for misgendering his, a pupil so tell me about this from because, his profession yeah because he has apparently deliberately misgendered trans pupils now I've got a lot of respect for this guy, I huh. have to say, because he has said that not only will he um, not use preferred pronouns, but he thinks it's psychologically damaging. Mm. And I think that we're going to find over the coming years that is the way the wind blows. You know, the CAS review mm. of the Tavistock Gender Clinic um, was very clear that social transition isn't neutral. Changing pronouns isn't neutral. Right. It's one of the steps on the way towards transition, which can involve life-changing medical treatments for young people. So Dr. Hilary Cass urged some caution with pronouns. Mm. Um, Suella Braverman's written in The Telegraph about how the advice for schools is going to be that they should respect biological pronouns. Yeah. So this poor chap appears to be the victim um, in quite an untimely way, really, of of the woke mob. Mm. You know, he's not he's not obeying. And so he's deliberately not doing it, as opposed to mistakenly not doing it, right? I think he has claimed both. Right. But since he's been banned from his profession, he says that he he doesn't want to psychologically harm children right. by using the wrong pronouns. Now, I think that you can seek approval from these kinds of woke people forever. And it's pointless and because all they really, it. yeah, all they want to do is grind you into dust. Yes. To be honest, and people should be holding the they line. They want you to disappear, don't they? They should be holding the line like him. I think he's absolutely mm. right. He's absolutely right. So he's right. been fired from his job, presumably, and been told the he, profession he can't work again. The teaching regulatory authority has said that he can't be a teacher. Really? Mm -hmm. So that means he can't be a teacher in a private school either, or just mm -hmm. a state school. No, I think both. Mm. I think he's banned from the profession. I'm sure that this is a decision which is which is going to turn around. But, you know, we are battling a real tidal wave mm. of woke. Um, have you seen what has happened to the um, Equality and Human Rights Commission boss? Yes. I'm trying to say her name right. Kishwa Faulkner? Yeah, I have seen that. Yeah. So, <laughs> this is... This is becoming a very predictable pattern mm. here, where civil servants, you know, staffing quongos take issue clearly with um, their leader or their the political leader's mm. political and ideological beliefs, and they create a dossier of right. complaints to smear them, attack them, and get them out. Right. Now, Kishwa Faulkner has been accused it's terribly of hard line as well, isn't forty it? different offences, right. things like. Um, not being in sufficient control of meetings, right. rolling her eyes, being too dominating. Microaggressions, perhaps. Uh, you know, these are not. But these are not. This is not really serious stuff. Mm. But worst of all, you see, her big crime is apparently she described a trans participant in Brain of Britain, which yeah. is a quiz show, as a bloke in lipstick. Right. Now I think she's denied this, but. It's got that kind of um, ring of Dominic Raab throwing tomatoes, yes. you know. Basically, they want to throw something at you, and you know what I'm talking about. It's brown and smelly. Yeah. It can turn out to be a lie yeah. later on, or at least unprovable, but it doesn't matter. Because, because the then? damage is done, yes. you know, it's created the headlines. Mm. So, what they, the reason they really had it in for her is that she wanted to distinguish between gender and sex. Yeah. The legislation around this is very fuzzy and 
their role in that organisation, you know, it's the Equality and Human Rights Commission, is not just to protect the right of trans mm. people. No, it's to protect the rights of all people, right. including women. So you have to be able to distinguish between gender and sex to protect sex-based rights. Yes. And that's what they don't like. But the movement itself seem, seeks to kind of shut you down, doesn't it? It seeks to stop you from using particular words or to, the particular descriptions or to have particular views. It's a very hard-line kind of ideology, it seems to me. I think, I think what it's after is complete obedience. Yeah. They want you to completely obey all of these things which feel like they're lies. I mean, I'm... I think it's it's feeling increasingly preposterous mm. to go along with some things. You might have also seen in the last week that Adidas have come under fire for using a male model yes. um, in a women's swimming costume. I really don't know what these companies are thinking no. of. It's bizarre. It, it doesn't make me want to go out and buy the swimming costume. No. Target, the, the retail store, is selling underwear which has got tucking pockets so children, right. boys, can tuck their penises away mm. because they believe they're girls. You know, this is all going so far and feels so crazy and preposterous that actually we really need people like Kishwa Faulkner mm. and the teacher um, Joshua Sutcliffe to hold the line. But people in public life who do that come under this kind of attack. And, and if they do come under the attack and then they also lose the position that they've got, then, you know, who's going to then fill that spot for them? Somebody of their own making, mm. I, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's like Dominic Raab. I think that, you know, he's not everyone's cup of tea and it's very easy for people who aren't conservatives or they're not fans of the conservatives to take some kind of glee mm. in it. But the idea that civil servants or staff can just oust well, they tried to a do politician because they don't remember, like them. The morning of the um, court case with, between the government and the Royal College of Nursing, which was to try and stop them from striking on the second day after the bank holiday, um, it, the Guardian that morning had a story saying that Steve Barclay wasn't a very nice bloke, I mean, effectively, um, and that, you know, there were unfounded rumours, and the Guardian was writing this stuff as if it was real, mm. even though they had no named sources for the, for, this, for the quotes. It was all anonymous. It was all saying things like, well, you know, uh, he's, he's, he's thought to have a bit of a bad reputation. Some people don't like him very much. I mean, that kind of level of criticism, all of which just fell away when he won the court case and nothing, was never mentioned again. Absolutely. And I mean, th this is this is what I'm saying. You know, you you may be a Labour voter and think, yeah, great. They're after Stella Braverman, yeah. Dominic Raab's out. Oh, yeah, I don't like this Kishwa's views on on sex and gender. But really, if we allow the blob, because that's what it is, is, is the blob yeah. to oust everyone they don't like, then no one's safe. No, you know, because is... they'll turn on everyone in the end and they'll just eat themselves. And there'll be no one left. Right. There'll be there'll be no one left. You know, J.K. Rowling's mm. not good enough for them. Um, Tolkien's not good enough for them, according to that GCHQ document. You know, there was that list of all the right-wing publications and, it's and writers like, that supposedly yeah. don't. Who's going to be left? It's almost like they're looking for people and going, oh, you, Dodsworth, you've definitely said something wrong. I'm coming for you now. Me? That's kind of what they do. I would never say anything yeah, wrong. I say kind every of week how here, operate, don't I? Though, isn't it? It is, it is, and it's really dangerous and it's really insidious. And of course, some of it is out in the open like this, you know, dossiers supplied to newspapers, because, you know, or, or Channel 4, in the case of Kishwa Faulkner, the dossier's been given to Channel 4, which mm. of course has an incredibly left-wing bias. Yes. And sometimes it's more insidious, you know, it's... Um, it's, it's big tech platforms right. um, doing their visibility filtering or blocking people and not telling you why, hasn't basically ousting people from the public square. Speaking of which, hasn't Facebook been handed some massive fine mm. by Ireland for use, misuse of data? Yeah, by moving been... it all from Ireland to the US. It's a bit yeah. complicated, but sounds like a lot of money. 
they've been um, it's probably a drop in the ocean for them I have to check the amount is it in the region I of think it's a one point something billion I mean it's a lot of money good seems to me well they're transferring European data to the US yeah. which is is not allowed right. under the data protection laws is it apparently not so they didn't ask anybody's permission I mean these these companies now are um, you know they have userships the size of large countries yes you know, they're, they're so global, mm. it's very difficult. I look forward to seeing more how these local laws play out mm. over time. I think the danger is that law instead sinks to this lowest common denominator of, of corporate governance. But um, Well, apparently Nick Clegg's complaining that it's unfair, so I'm all for it. Well, <laughs> careful. We mustn't do that thing where we think because we don't like somebody, we don't side with them. No. We should look at the facts of the case, shouldn't we? We should, but that's why I'm Except typing. when it's Nick Clegg. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, the idea that Nick Clegg has kind of gone to run Facebook is kind of slightly disturbs me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, 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 do, I do know exactly what you mean. But there was... Um, I think this is, this is a point we're at right now where... Those those people heading up these offices, Kishwa Faulkner, Suella Braverman, we can come on to her in a minute, her yeah. driving offence, they they really need to hold the line. They need to the support of Rishi Sunak yeah. and the cabinet who say, enough's enough. But it's clearly enough very of tough these, to do these it. these dirty, leaked dossiers yeah. of confected complaints. Well, presumably this is how the Suella Braverman story came out, that, that somebody leaked it to a paper and somebody ran them to the story. But it seems to me that it's certainly, by no means is it a resignation issue. She's and yet, paid that's, the fine. but that's exactly how it's being presented, yeah. including by publications here in what I like to think of as talk TV towers. Yeah. You know, you also house the Times, yeah. and that has produced articles saying she should go. Mm. Now let's look at what she did. She got a speeding offence. I've had some of those. Yeah. I bet you have too. Uh -huh. You can go on one of these speeding awareness courses rather than take the points. Yeah. I've done that. She did not ask civil servants to find out how she could get out of it. She asked them for their advice yeah. about it. And I think that actually she didn't do anything wrong because she is an incredibly high-profile politician. To be on a course with people who could be anyone right. and get an idea of where she is, she probably, she probably should have taken a situation like that quite cautiously. She wasn't trying to duck but I out think she did. I think of the, the offence. I think the point is that she is being accused of asking the wrong person to help her, which wasn't something that she was really doing anyway. She, she was simply saying, is there a way around this? Like, do I have to do the, 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 you know, the course with everybody else like, like everybody else does? Of course, and it's nowhere near a resignation offence. No. She was just asking for advice mm. from her staff. Um, she wasn't misusing um, their position. She wasn't asking them for anything underhand. Mm. But, of course, look at the timing. It's after she's given a keynote address at the National Conservatism yeah. Conference, making what looks like a little bit of a throw-your-hat-in-the-ring bid for leader in the future. Yes. And stating quite a strong case on controlling immigration. Right. And that's really what people don't like. There can't be any coincidence about the timing of this. Mm. No. I'm sure, because I remember when Rishi Sunak's story came out, when it came out about his uh, wife and all the non-dom stuff, and that, I always thought, actually came from inside Downing Street, because it was, it was Boris Johnson's kind of machine which didn't want him to succeed, so they discredited him that way. So it might even be coming from inside the Tory party, you never really know. I just don't think, I don't think they get how this looks. It's mm. a series of own goals. Yeah. I now think of the civil service as a snake pit, yeah. just a pure, totally. gigantic snake pit. Mm. And... 
I don't I don't feel like I trust them. We shouldn't need their endorsement of the people who are voted in. Well, they're not the gatekeepers of democracy, are they? But that's how they're acting. That's how they do act. Because they, they, like you know, it's their train they, set. They can't stop politicians coming in, but they can force them out mm. through the back door by, um, you know, whacking them on the backside yeah. with a confected dossier. And while they're in, they can just frustrate them so they don't get anything done. Yeah. That seems to be their MO. It's just creating, um, I think, a great deal of mistrust mm. in our, our political institutions, yeah. in civil service, and it's it's ultimately an own goal. I think people will get more into Sue Alla Braverman's corner, Kishwa Faulkner's corner. Um, I had more sympathy for Dominic Raab than I'd imagined possible, to be honest, <laughs> after he was accused of, accused of throwing tomatoes yeah. at people. Which turned out to be completely untrue, by the way. Of course. Mm. I mean, what a ludicrous suggestion, but there it is. And, you know, when you search for Dominic Raab now on Google, what comes up? Throwing tomatoes. Throwing tomatoes. Right. And so there's a really kind of, there's a long-term reputational mm. damage there. Yeah. That that lingers, that creates a, a digital footprint for for months to come. Until he, and what he's got to do now, of course, is um, create a new story. Right. One that's bigger and bolder and overrides well, the tomato story. Well, his new story is that story. he's now leaving politics because he's had enough, basically. He doesn't want to do any more for his family's sake, which is well, a shame. He should, he should probably try and, and get one more exciting story out there before he retires from public life. Otherwise, that top story forever is going <laughs> to be throwing tomatoes. Yes.